back to Mishnah Yomi. Today we're continuing to learn Misechlis Pesachim Perek Gimel, Mishnah Dalid, and Mishnah Hey. Says our Mishnah Regalil Omer, Shlosh Nashim Lasos Ka'achas V'Ofas Kutaner Echad. The halacha is, we are familiar, let's put it this way, with this concept that after 18 minutes, dough will become chametz or rise. But it's not actually true. As so long as you're working the dough, it does not, in fact, become chametz. That chametz only happens when you leave the dough unattended, when you're not touching it. But if you're kneading it, you can knead it all day, and it's not going to become chametz. So Rabbi Gamaliel has the following case. You have three women who all want to make matzos. The issue is they only have one small oven, which is enough for one batch of matzos at a time. How can these women, therefore, make matzos if they want to bake together? So he says very simply, it happens to be that matzah cooks very quickly, so what they can do is one woman will make them, they all make their dough, one will cook their matzah, the other two women will let their dough rest. It's going to cook so quickly that there'll be enough time within 18 minutes of dough not resting that you cannot, all three women can get their dough from flour and water to dough and into the oven and out without it rising. As if to say he's not concerned that the dough is going to sit there for too long because again, the matzah cooks very quickly. Shlosha Nashim, three women, they can knead their dough all at the same time. And they can bake in one oven, one after the other, even though that means that for a short duration, the woman, uh, lady number two and lady number three are going to have their dough just sitting there. The Chum say no. Rather, that the only way in which three women can utilize one oven is if the dough is always being used. So what should you do? Here's our solution. While one, the first woman should start a little earlier so that she gets her dough in the oven. And while her dough is in the oven, the other one should be shaping her dough into the matzos while the first woman is kneading it. As if to say, never that the, the dough is always being worked and you're never going to have a lapse period, a lag period, where one of the women's doughs is just sitting there because, again, we're concerned to become chametz. Rekiva Omer, Rekiva now agrees with the chachamim and he explains the reasoning. Lokal nashim, lokal eitzim, lokal tonarim shavim. Not all women, not all wood, and not all ovens are alike, as in it's very unpredictable how fast the baking is going to be, how fast uh, someone can knead the dough, and therefore you can't assume that, therefore, make them a little, don't assume that it's gonna, it can all be done. Three women can bake all within 18 minutes. Maybe for one of the uh, ovens, will, at one point, it's going to get, the heat will cool down. The heat will cool down. It'll take longer, and then you're going to have the last woman who's going to have their chametz out longer. And therefore, because there's so many unpredictable factors, you have to constantly work in the dough. Then the Mishnah says, that if a woman who is working sees the dough begin to rise, uh, it starts to swell, she should moisten her hands with cold water and smear that cold water over the dough, and the coldness will slow the leavening process. Good. Mishnah Hay is as follows. You make your dough, and you're going to make matzahs out of it, and it begins to rise because that's what dough does. So it becomes seor. This is not seor. Seor is not seor, which is sourdough, but rather it just means dough that's beginning to rise. Once it begins to rise, on a rabbinic level, you have to burn it. But if you eat it, you're not punishable. You're not, you don't get punished with curries because it's only derabana. At what point do we say that it rises enough that it's considered leavened bread and that you would be liable? It would be actual chumiz daraisa? So our Misha says, Siduk Yisrof, when it begins to rise and it begins to crack. And now, if you don't know what I'm talking about, next time you make challah, which I assume will probably be for most of you after Pesach, Look at your dough and you'll see that it, once it starts to rise, it gets to form cracks on it. And when it eats it is punishable with kares, i.e., this is chametz to oraisa. Now, what exactly does it mean to crack? 
This Sa'or that begins to rise, but it doesn't rise, no pun intended, to the level of Daraisa, it's only Durabanan, is when it has cracks like the antennas of locusts, i.e. they're short cracks that do not cross over one another. However, Siduk, if it really begins to crack in a way that comes to Arisa, that the cracks are longer and they cross over one another, that becomes Chamas to Arisa. So again, next time you make Chalos, which again, I presume is after Pesach, go and look at your Chalos, you'll start seeing cracks, and then the cracks will begin crossing over one another. This is the position of Rabbi Yehuda. Remember, no, disagree with Rabbi Yehuda and say, no, any sort of cracks, whether they cross over or they do not cross over, is now considered Dough that has risen and you're in your and you are in violation to Arisa. So the Azer Sa'ar, so the what is Sa'ar where there's it's only the rabbinic? Kol Sifu When it begins to turn pale, it, the color changes like a person whose hair stands out on his head in fright. As in it begins to get a certain pale look to it before the cracks, then it is only Khamitz on a Durabana level, but not on a Durisa level. I wish you all a wonderful day.